you are not your trauma. My friend, welcome to The Happy You. My name is Joe Bakmutsky, and today we're talking about how do you redefine your story of going through trauma, something that hopefully should serve you on your healing journey. Before we get into today's episode, I want to share a quick poem I wrote for you. Here it is. You have suffered enough. That you know to be true. It's your time to look up and live your life for you. And the story you live is for you to decide to give love and to heal and fill your heart with pride. It's your time. Your truth and with us, you belong. Thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you for going on this healing journey in your life. And thank you for being part of this show. And listen, if there is anything, anything at all that you hear in this show that might be useful or serves you in some way, please share it with three people that you know. Because you never know who might need to hear this today. Thank you for being here. Let's dive in. For most of my life, I didn't even realize just how much going through my personal trauma, going through sexual abuse, rape as a child, just how much it affected me, how much it affected my, my life, the way that I see my body, the way I, I am in relationships and uh, sex. It had such a profound effect on me. And yet, I spent so much effort just trying to shut it out, just excluded from my life story. I spent so much effort just making sure that nobody knows about it because I was, I guess, ashamed of it. That I made it so difficult for me to go on to fall in love, to see myself as a person who deserves love, who can have sex, who can be happy, right? That's what it's all about, isn't it? Going through a difficult time, going through a traumatic event, experiencing difficulties and challenges in your life, and yet still finding a way to be happy, right? That's what we talk about today. How do you take your life story that includes challenges, that includes struggles, that might include traumatic events, and yet direct it in a way that puts you in a place where you you feel good, where you bring more love in your life, where you have hope that things can change for the better, where you experience joy and just a sense of connection with such a deep level with people around you. That's the freedom we get when we can direct our life story in a place in the direction that you want it to go. And why do I say life story? <laughs> and what I mean by that? Well, what I would love for you to consider for a moment is that life, our life, is a story. 
Right? It's a story that we tell ourselves. It's a story that we tell others. We might say it's a, it's a series of stories that might be connected in some way, shape, or form. And that has a huge impact. Because if we start to look at our life as, as, a, as, a, as a story, it does a several things for us. First of all, we always tell it in a different way. right? So it's not fixed. right? It, 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 it doesn't stay in one place. It means we can change things. We tell it in a different way every time. Not only because you would tell it, you know, if something's happened in your life, you tell it in a different way, but also it changes the way that you make meaning out of it, right? Because the way that you looked at something, you know, 20 years ago is different to the way you look at it 10 years ago, and it would certainly be different to the way that you look at it today, right? So we, we get a different perspective depending on our experience and it's also shaped by how we share our experience, how we talk about it with others, right? So stories, they go forward, don't they? It's, it's a weird thing to say, but stories, even if you kind of jump back and forth between things that happen, but stories have a way of going forward, right? That's how we tell stories. You know, it's, it's something that propels you forward. And that is a powerful image that's powerful because we want to go forward in life especially if you've been through difficult times especially if you live through trauma through, through struggle you don't want to stay in a place where it still hurts we want to be able to find ways to move on we want to be able to find ways to really move forward another thing about a story if we put ourselves in a place well, well, life is a story. It's, it's our life story. It means that you can be creative. <laughs> How cool is that? We all can be creative. I guess I've, for a large chunk of my life, I never thought of myself as being creative. And yet, we can express ourselves. You can express yourself in a way that is true to you by the way that you live your life. <laughs> How cool is that? That you can be creative and expressive with what you do, and you choose what happens. You choose how to tell that story. Why is that important? Well, it's huge, my friend, because it's so important to distinguish between events that take place in a particular time and place but also how we make meaning out of them. And that is so crucial to distinguish between difficult circumstance or event, something that really took place in your life, that was difficult, that was a struggle, might still be, and position it as something that you know, happened, that's taking place in our life, not as opposed to something that we can redefine and change the meaning of how we look at it today. So we can look at it from a perspective of today in the past and we can start to make a totally different meaning out of it. So the story 
we start to change and shift. And that's what we talk about today. How do you do that? Because stories, the cool thing about them is they are interactive, right? It's not something that is, is stuck in stone, right? I don't know if that's an expression, stuck in stone, that just combined two different things. I think I have. But the key is stories are interactive, right? Because you interact with, with people around you. You, you think about things differently. You do things, right? You, so, in effect, you direct your life where you want it to go. And that includes things that you have experienced, things that just threw you off, things that had an, an impact on you. And we want to make it a part of our story so that we learn to live with it. We learn to grow. We learn to have hope. We learn to find a deeper sense of connection and open up and express yourself the way that you are with people around you and do things that you love you know do things that you truly believe in do things that truly inspire you and to be a person who is happy with being yourself you know it's weird but for the longest time in my life and i didn't really realize that this was connected to my experience of uh, being a survivor of child sexual abuse, but I couldn't stare myself in the mirror. I couldn't look myself in the mirror. <laughs> you know? This isn't, by the way, some, you know, some metaphor. Like, I, I just, I couldn't stand looking at myself in the mirror, like, physically. I did not like that process. It was uncomfortable for me. And so going through um, you know, experience in life where I was fell in what I thought was love. I've, I've <laughs> met this person and I was really just so excited about her and fell in love, but I couldn't do it. Like I couldn't have sex. I felt like there was a part of me that was blocked. Something was numbed out. And it really scared me. Like, that really scared me. It was so scary because I was alone. I, th I thought, you know, what am I going to do now? There's going to be a whole part of my life that's shut off. I kind of kept going. And over time, you know... I was able to, to have sex, and, but I was always paranoid about it. I was always freaking out about what would happen. Like, what, what if it would happen again? I mean, maybe it's all just a fluke or coincidence, you know, or luck, you know? And even when this relationship really wasn't going well for me, you know, um... The person I was with, I was cheating on me, and one day she called me up and said, listen, I'd, I'd love to just spend some time alone. And 
kind of came out of the blue and I was taken aback. And a few days later, I found out that she left me for somebody else. And it hurt me so deep. I was... went into depression. I, my anxiety went through the roof. I started drinking heavily. Um, I lost 10 kilos in the space of one week. Not for a good reason. <laughs> I'd love to be able to do that today, you know. But I, I, I was under this incredible amount of stress. And a huge part of me was just angry. Just, just so angry. Angry at her. But also angry at me. I was like, why did I let myself go through this and be treated in a way that I'm not supposed to be treated? Don't I want something better for me despite my fears, despite my, my struggles? Don't I want something better? And by the way, <laughs> at that point, I still, you know, the, the smart thing to say would be, go and get help. <laughs> you know, go and get, get, get medical professional, get a psychologist, get a psychiatrist, get, get a counselor, get a whole bunch of different things. But I was afraid. I was afraid of doing that because I thought the damage was done. I thought, what can they do now, right? I, I didn't know what it would look like. So I was afraid of showing up and getting help. If there's one thing, my friend, by the way, that I regret in my life, it's one thing, it's this. Going through it alone, that's been the biggest struggle. That was the real struggle. That event, the, the, that situation was... Incredibly traumatic, but I never, for so many years, for most of my life, and I never found a way to really deal with it. It's only recently that I feel I'm in such a much better place. So I remember I was alone, I was angry, I was scared. And I remember I was one, one of the ways that I would cope is. I would like I would work these crazy hours, right? And I remember I stayed in in the office <laughs> so late one night, and, and I was driving back home, and I was just I, I I couldn't stop thinking about it all. And I remember I stopped at the red light. I stopped, and I'm just sitting there. I'm just looking ahead, and I say to myself, "This will never happen." to me again. I won't allow myself to, to be in a place where I get treated in a way that I don't deserve. I don't want to be in a place ever again where I'm with a person who betrays me and my feelings because I deserve love. I, I want to 
give love. I want to be loved in return. You know, I didn't know what that would look like. And I know I desperately wanted it, but I was in a place where I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to get love. I was in a place where I was, I couldn't look myself in the mirror. You know? So when my mom asked me, um, she said, what do you want for your birthday? And I remember saying, I want like I want this huge mirror. And so my mom bought me this massive mirror, right? Which I um I hung on the wall, right? And by the way, we still have this mirror in the garage here. <laughs> you know, I hung this mirror on the wall. And every day I would stand in front of this mirror. And I would look at myself, I would stay naked, right? Every day. And I would look at myself in the eyes. I would just look at my body and I would say, You're beautiful. You're sexy. You deserve. Deserve to give love and be loved in return. It was hard for me to say that because <laughs> I did not feel beautiful. I did not feel sexy. I didn't feel myself deserving of anything, including love. But I kept doing it every single day. Even though I, I should have done, I should have gotten help. Because <laughs> horrible things could have happened. But I still, I still did this. I kept showing up every day. I went into self-help. I was reading books. I listened to audio books. I remember one day coming home. And I had this podcast on. And the voice said, it was talking about locus of control. How we get to control our life. And I just blew my mind I was like oh my goodness <laughs> you know it's up to me it's all up to me so I kept doing it I kept showing up as best as I could I kept saying myself these things I kept doing all of this work I started spending so much more time on my own right I realized I was afraid also of spending time on my own so I learned how to Accept more of who I am, my body, uh, spending time doing things that I liked doing, feeling good about myself. And that was just an incredibly transformational experience for me. You know, that was a huge change in my life because feeling good allowed me to go out into the world to look at other people, to feel good, to connect, to be with others. And eventually allowed me to meet the love of my life. I found this incredible connection on every level, just emotional, physical. <laughs> just like... She gets me. She gets me for who I am. And the biggest reason why I was able 
to find to find that person that I love and to find that incredible sense of connection was due to acceptance. I found a way to accept who I am. At least part of me, right? Because it's a journey, right? But I, I was able to accept who I am and how I show up in the world. I was able to accept that I am deserving of love. I've got so much to give. I've got so much to give. And I deserve to be loved in return. And that sense of acceptance, accepting yourself, there isn't like seeking validation from others. I'm just talking about accepting yourself. It's not a one-off, right? It's a journey. It's what we make a part of our story. We weave that into our story because we act. We do things that help us to acknowledge who you are, that help you accept the way that you, what you are on the inside. Because I'll tell you this, and this is something that I say to all of my clients that I work with one-on-one, is when you accept your true self, you give yourself the permission to be your best self. Accepting your true self gives you permission to be your best self. Because when we can accept our life story in its entirety, including the things that are painful, including the things that are tough, including the things that you're scared of, including the things you regret, when we can accept that, that allows us to move forward. And that is a process. That is a process we go through by doing things that help you to live your story, the way your true, authentic self, doing things that are in line with who you are, that help you feel good about yourself, help you express yourself in a way that makes sense to you, right? whether that's, that's being physical and doing yoga or exercise or walking or doing jogging or sports some kind of a sport. Whether it's expressing yourself creatively and artistically through journaling or, or, or visual arts or, or writing or acting or theater. I love theater, by the way. I'm writing a play right now, which I'm really excited about because that's also, the play talks about acceptance and hope. It's called Giver of Hope. And that helps me on my journey of acceptance because we never really kind of get off that journey, right? We're always on the journey of acceptance. So practicing that and being expressing your true, authentic self in a way that feels true to you, whether that's through conversations, whether that's 
through creativity and doing what feels like you're expressing yourself, whether that's doing things with your body and movement that help you go places, that all helps us to heal, to accept who we really are, the entirety of our experience. And that's what helps us to move forward. I also found that acceptance by looking in the mirror, you know, by staring myself in the mirror and repeating things that I wanted to believe. That I am beautiful. That I am sexy. Which was a super uncomfortable word for me to say. That I am deserving of love. So I want to take a moment and ask you, what do you say to yourself when you look yourself in the mirror? What sort of things do you say? Do you make eye contact? What would you say to yourself? I mean, if you look the mo- maybe in the morning, maybe at night, maybe during the day, if you would just to look at yourself and just take a moment to think, what, what would you say to yourself? Maybe you would set yourself up for the day. Maybe you would say, I hope whatever you say would be something positive, something helpful. Something that supports you. Something that encourages you to go out and live well. To be at your best, whatever that is for you, right? Because that's such a huge thing. But I tell you what, when you act, and we only talked about the A, I'm going to tell you more, we only talked about the A part of it, of act. Acceptance. We'll get to the rest of it. But when you talk about acceptance, I'm going to speed up because I've spent a lot of time talking about acceptance. But acceptance is such a crucial part because when we get to act on our story, when we get to be in the moment, and be present with who we really are, that's what helps us go forward. That's what helps us to direct our story towards the life that you truly want, the life that you truly deserve. And tell you what, sometimes what you, when you do things, sometimes you do things, maybe you don't really know how things are going to work out, and you don't know, and you're just going to try things out. Right? Some of it might work for you, some of it might not. But you are so much more likely when you act to find what you need, not what you thought you wanted. Isn't it true? Isn't it true that sometimes in life, when you go and do things, right, sometimes you end up finding the thing that you really need. You didn't even know you needed it. Even when you wanted something else, right? But you tend to find what you need in life. Like for me, that experience was, you know, I was at the start of the year. I am originally from Ukraine. And when the whole Russia invasion of Ukraine started, it just, it shook me up so much to my very core. I mean, reading about 
you know, this m murders, rape, torture happening at such a scale. A place where I grew up. I also grew up in occupied Ukraine. But just it's and speaking with friends and, and family over there. But just it really brought up all of these feelings just was turning me inside out. I felt like I had to do something. So I started writing a play, right? Because <laughs> in my you know in my twenties I did this short course and um, on how to write 10-minute plays. And it was a lot of fun. I made lots of friends and we'd put shows together, you know? We'd put shows and put on a bunch of different plays. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. I loved theater. I loved just kind of the whole expression of it. And I thought, why don't I write a play? Which is the play I'm writing right now, Give of Hope. Why don't I write a play that would kind of reflect some of the thoughts and I have about what's this war in Ukraine and just life and what's important to me. And so every spare moment I had, every spare chance, like I would just, I would write, <laughs> you know, I would, I would be sitting there typing away and, you know, this, I spent three months writing, I got my first draft ready. Other was really cool. Other was really clever, <laughs> you know. And so I wanted to, you know, I wanted to, um, uh, get feedback on it because I thought I want to see if I'm on the right track, right? So where I live in in, in Melbourne, Australia, there is a um, Victorian College of the Arts. Uh, it's a fantastic institution for just if you want to become an artist, if you want to uh, you know do visual arts or an act. I've had several friends there, so I thought why don't I reach out some who, somebody who's teaching that, right? And so I found this website. I had a look and I started reading about different folks teaching at the university, right? Because they have their kind of profiles there, right? And I found this lady who, on her profile, I saw something interesting. She was also doing this program that helps women who've been through sexual abuse to helping them heal. And I was reading about it. It was like this combination of, 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 of like journaling and, and boxing. I was reading, about it. I was like, this is incredible. I'd love to connect with this person, right? So I sent her an email and said, listen, I, I want to thank you for, for what you do, right? Because I can connect with sexual abuse because that's kind of my story as well. So I want to thank you for doing what you do in the world. And, and, and um, listen, I'm writing this play. It was kind of triggered by this war in Ukraine. Uh, I'd love to get your thoughts. Um, you know, just tell me what you think. Maybe, maybe we could catch up for coffee, you know, and uh, I'd love to get your thoughts. So we did that. We, we, um, she agreed to do that, which was really exciting. So I came to, to VCA and we sat down in this little courtyard. And I remember... <laughs> Um, she had these notes, right? She, she, she was sitting there going, great, so she, she's read it, <laughs> you know. And then she, she said something that really kind of took me by surprise. She looked at me and she said, Joe, tell me, why did you reach out to me specifically? I was like, I don't know. And she said, have you ever shared your story 
with anyone. And I started telling her about it. And it was such an incredible experience, just being able to talk about it. Talk about it with another person who's been through it. And all of these emotions just started coming out of me, you know? It was like an explosion, like a torrent of feelings, thoughts, just coming out. And I remember she said to me, you know, it feels like you've been holding this back. And in your play, we need to hear your voice. And I really took that to heart. And I came home, and next day I went jogging in the morning. It was was early morning, I was in the bush. And I remember she said something to me. She said, you're a survivor. And I kept thinking about it. And I thought, you're a survivor. I know what that means now. I was so overcome by that. I just, I fell on my knees. I fell on my knees and I was just sitting there, just crying, you know. But remember, I stood up. I looked at the sunrise. I pointed to it and said, you are who you are. You are who you are. You're a survivor. You know what that means now. It's your duty to share that with the world. Help others. Help them be what they can be. Be themselves, true selves. It was such a moment for me. So the next day, well, actually that same day, I threw out everything that I wrote. I started from scratch. And now this play, it's a completely different story, but now this is real. Now this is me. This is my story. Well, not my my story, but it talks about things that are real. But it also talks about hope. It also talks about finding a way to move forward and being happy despite what's happened to you. Accepting your true self. That's what it's about. And that is really the sea in act. Clarity. You know? Finding clarity, I was only able to do that because I was trying to express myself. I didn't know what I was doing. I had no idea what was going on. You know, I've never written a full-length play, but I knew it, it was in my heart, even though I still didn't connect it with the story, with the story of wanting to do what I do. I didn't connect it with my story from my childhood. So being able to express that gave me the clarity of being the person that I truly want to be, moving forward, expressing myself. It gave me the clarity to rewrite the play. It unleashed all of this creativity that's built up inside me because I thought it was this one thing. But accepting that part of me opened me up to possibilities, and there's so much that often lies beyond. We think it's one thing, this this traumatic time in our lives, but when we open up, when we find ways to to help us heal, when we find ways to 
to accept that part of ourselves. When we first start to do it, it opens up so many possibilities. It gave me the clarity to my mission in life, to my creativity, to the play. I mean, it was this incredible thing, right? And that's what clarity is. It's just a way to really to get answers, right? It's just a way to get answers to whatever it is that you want. And like we talked about, sometimes you don't know what you want. You Maybe you want one thing, but you find what you need. You discover what you need, which might not be the thing you wanted in the first place. You know, for me, I wanted to get feedback on the play, but what I got was so much more. I got this acceptance. This, I've got this, uh, this revelation. I've got this incredible connection. Right? That wasn't what I was even considering at the time. You know? But that's what really clarity is. And that's why A, acceptance, is a whole story that weaves through it all. And getting clarity is so vital for us to find our way forward. And that clarity also gave me the ability to which is trust to trust that I can do this, to trust that I can now be able to share this story with someone that I couldn't do it for decades, decades of my life, you know? To be able to trust. And trust, for me, I think trust is, is just truth. Right? Just telling your truth. And being able to trust someone is being able to express yourself and, and just tell your truth you can tell it in any way that you want to that's why your life story is so powerful because you choose how to tell it when to tell it in whatever way that you want to tell it and you when you can accept when you can get clarity when you can trust yourself and put trust in others to connect whether that's with a medical specialist whether well, it's with your partner, whether well, it's with your friend, whether well, it's with someone in your community. That just helps us heal. That helps you to feel good about yourself and the world around you. To find ways to feel good. And that is also a reflection. We reflect on our experience, right? Just the way that you would see your reflection in the mirror, right? Our reflection on life is a reflection of who you truly are and the person that you want to be in your life moving forward. Things happen in life. Sometimes terrible, difficult things, hurtful things. And they're part of our life. But what is our life story? The life story that you're willing to tell. Most importantly, what is the life story that you are willing to live? For me, as part of my stories, I share it in this book, Finding Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in a challenging 
world of today. This book I talk about how to find hope in a challenging time. How to build hope towards things that your dreams and aspirations in life. And also how to give hope. Which is how do you share hope with others? And especially if they themselves might have been in a difficult situation themselves. If you're interested to find out more about this book, go to powertobehappy.com. That's powertobehappy.com. You'll find all the episodes of our show. You'll find more about this book. Find out about Clarity First, which is the program that I do, working with people on one, helping them get breakthrough, massive breakthrough in their lives. But I want to leave you with this, my friend. You have the power to be happy. You know? To see greater clarity in everything that you do. To show up at your best every single day so that you know, you, not anyone else, you know that you are enough. And to hold on to hope that no matter how crazy things get, things can and do change for the better. That's why, my friend, it's time to act, to practice, because these are the three practices. Acceptance. Accepting who your true self. Remember that when accepting your true self gives you permission to be your best self. Clarity. Seeking clarity. Trying to figure things out. Trying things that you haven't done before. Seeing what works and what doesn't. Asking the questions of yourself and others. You'll figure it out. You've done it before. You'll do it again, my friend. And then having the trust that you can do this. That you can find so much there's greater depth of connection, love, care, understanding, belonging with people in your life, in your community, in your family, in your circle of friends, and people that you care about. Trust is truth. Telling your truth in a way that makes sense to you. My name is Joe Bakmotsky. For more, go to powertobehappy.com. I want to thank you for being here. Hey, my friend, this is Joe Bakmotsky, and thank you so much for tuning in to The Happy You, the show where we talk about how to find happiness in your life if you've been to the place of struggle. Listen, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I hope it's been useful in some way. And if it has, then check out my book, Finding Hope in Times of Uncertainty, a guide to thriving in the challenging world of today. Listen, in this book, I talk about my experience of going through cancer and mental health and various difficulties of my life to really share with you the best things of what I've learned about how to stop worry from taking over your life. Really, how to find joy in those small, everyday things so that you feel excited about life again. How to really find a greater sense of confidence so that you can reach your goals faster. 
how to forge even stronger bonds with people in your life and ultimately how to rekindle your sense of purpose and belonging so that you're looking forward to the future and so that you can share your hope with people around you. If this sounds like something you might be interested in, then go and check it out at awayfromuncertainty.com. I'm going to give you some super special bonuses for you there if you want to get the book. I'm going to tell you more about in the video on this book website, but this is ultimately where you can check it out and find out more. So please go to awayfromuncertainty.com. Thank you for being here. I'll see you next time.